Hello, and welcome back to another Expand podcast with yours truly, Elizabeth April. Today, we are going to talk all about healthy boundaries with loved ones. You are listening to this, you are sensitive, you are an empath, you literally probably take on the weight of the world and the people around you. And that's okay, because part of your mission on this planet is to help the planet, to help humanity, to give back, to be a healer. And in order to be a healer, or a rebel, or a teacher, or a pillar, or any position where you have a mission, you have to be in tune with your environment. You have to be in tune with where the rest of the world is at. And that means that we have that superpower of being an empath. But that also means that people like us struggle with anxiety, depression, feeling exhausted often, and being very kind of all over the place with our own emotions. We are empaths. We are here to help others. But sometimes... Most of the time, helping others means that we are sacrificing helping ourselves along the way. We all need to go through this in order to learn what a healthy balance and a healthy flow of give and take really feels like. So how do we get to a point where we are living our best life, we are receiving from the ones around us, and we have very, very healthy balanced dynamics with the ones that we love. So if you have a piece of paper and a pen with you, I highly recommend writing these steps down. If not, maybe you want to replay this podcast episode, but I highly recommend that you take action on some of the suggestions that I'm going to lay out today. The more that we hold space for others, the less space that we have for ourselves and the less room that we have to attract other people in our lives or other opportunities or other energies that are going to best serve us. And when we are fulfilled, when we are overflowing with abundance and freedom and high vibrational frequency, then and only then should we be giving to the rest of the world. And just by being in that frequency, Without saying or doing anything, we are sharing that frequency with the collective. We are anchoring in that frequency for the future of unity. So it's so important to give back to yourself. So the main goal here is to reorganize the energies, dynamics, and frequencies within the relationships around you so that Every dynamic in your environment is serving your best possible potential. So, step number one to really truly get started is to recognize who is and is not serving you. So what I recommend is maybe you want to make a little mental mind map. Maybe you want to write this down on a piece of paper But it's important to have three categories of people in your life and to put these people in these categories. 
Category one is balanced. Let's call it balanced, right? Which means that you give to them, they give to you, and it really does feel aligned. It feels healthy. It feels in service. It feels good, harmonized. You will probably have the least amount of people in this category. So keep that in mind. And that is normal. That's okay. The next category is simply, I don't know. And that is totally okay. It's better to not know if someone is serving or not serving you than to fit them into a category and not deal with the issue or the issues, okay? So really anyone who you're like, oh, I really love them and sometimes they serve me and it's good and it's balanced and sometimes I'm so drained and exhausted and I'm fighting or what have you, put them in the I don't know category, all right? That's totally okay. The next category, the third and last category is does not serve me, you know, out of service, really, you can call it. And I want to remind you that just because someone isn't serving your highest vibrational frequency doesn't mean that we need to exile them out of our life. That could be, I don't want to say dangerous is the right word, but it could be detrimental to your overall growth because you may actually be dismissing a problem if you just let them go completely. You don't want that karmic energy coming back if you let them go without dealing with the actual emotion or vibration behind that dynamic. All right, so keep that in mind. So step number one, put everyone in your life into these categories. If you don't know, if you can't recognize who is or is not serving us, then we are going to continue in this very kind of aloof state where we continue to attract people and aspects and dynamics that are out of harmonic alignment because we're just simply unaware or we choose. I mean, ultimately we do. We choose to be unaware. So we first have to be aware. What's going on? What's really happening? And it may be difficult for you to recognize that someone isn't serving your highest frequency. You know, that might be disappointing, and I get that. So the next step would be to dig a little bit deeper. You may have a very full I don't know category, and that's okay. So now it's time to really feel it out. Now, the best way that I've found anyway to really understand a dynamic, a relationship that you're in, and it's difficult because we're so in the relationship that we're not aware if it's good or bad. And we actually find that a lot in abusive situations, right? You're just so in it. You have no idea how manipulative and and just corrupt your partner is or your best friend is or what have you. So dig deeper. And so the best way to dig deeper is to reverse engineer your relationships. So say, for example, you have a best friend and you've been best friends for five years and it's always been a love-hate relationship, which can make the relationship or dynamic a little bit more difficult to pin down because it's always been like that. So you hate each other and then you make up and it's this weird kind of tumultuous thing, but, you know, quote unquote, hey, it works for the relationship or for the friendship or what have you. So if you're not sure if it's good or bad for you, if you're not sure if you need to change it in any way, 
I want you to step back from that dynamic and ask the question, what is my relation to this person? So in the case, the example that I just mentioned, it would be friendship. Or maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a marriage. Maybe it's a parent-child relationship. All right? I want you to ask yourself, what does my most ideal dynamic look like with a friend in my life? If I could ask for the best possible person to fill the position of friendship or daughter or father or what have you, what would that look like? What would that dynamic look like? And it's got to be balanced, right? How much are you giving to them? How much are you receiving? How does it feel? Where are the emotions at? Part of the problem is that people think about their partner. If you're thinking about your partner right now and you're like, I don't know if this person serves me or not right now. And you're digging deeper and you're reverse engineering, okay, what do I really want in a husband? What do I really want out of my husband? Oh, well, you know, Richard, he would, I mean, I would love to be cuddled more often, but he wouldn't do that. So I'm not going to put that down. Oh, you know what? I would love to travel more with my best friend. But you know what? My best friend, she wouldn't do that. She's not a big traveler. So, you know, I'm not going to put that down. Do not put your perceived capacity, abilities of that person. Do not include that within your most ideal dynamic of that relationship. It's not about that person. It's about what you want and what you really feel serves your highest vibration. And I'm not talking about things like, oh, I wish my husband would buy me more things. We're really truly not talking about material dynamics because those are truly all just an illusion. We're talking about the unique interpersonal qualities of what you feel you need as a human being from people in your life. Things like support, things like feeling heard, Things like authentically showing up, you know, what, what do you need from these people in your life? So if you can't figure out if a person is serving you or not, the second step is dig deeper. Write down your most ideal dynamic with your father, with your mother, with your brother, with your best friend, with your daughter, with your son, with your blank, with whatever it is, whoever it is. And then... And only then, and you need to do this for each person and each dynamic, then and only then can you look at your current dynamic with blank and ask yourself, does this dynamic, does this relationship align to my standards? And most likely the answer is going to be no. If the answer is no, then you put them in the does not serve category. If the answer is yes, oh my goodness, I didn't even realize, but this person is everything I could ever want in a blank, you know? So then the answer is, yeah, this person does serve me. So the next step is to clear out all of the I don't know category people. And by doing so to reverse engineer that relationship to figure it out that way. The third step here in reformatting your relationships is to create space with the people who are not serving your best and highest vibration. Now, just like that food that's constantly giving you a weird rash, the only way to figure out what food, what ingredient in your diet is affecting you is to get rid of practically everything and introduce things one at a time in order to pinpoint the cause. 
it is going to be a impossible to reformat or reorganize a relationship when you're in it. Half the time, we don't even know that it serves us or not, <laughs> let alone, okay, it doesn't serve me, now what? At the same time where it doesn't serve you. If that trigger between you and that person is continuing, it's going to continue to create negative karma in your life, in your frequency, and it won't allow you the space to heal. So step three is separate yourself energetically from all of those people. Now, the funny thing is is that 2020 kind of forced us all to separate energetically. And that allowed us to really discern and figure out who is and who wasn't serving me. That was easy, you know, it was kind of forced upon us. So you might have already done a couple of these things within the past year, right? Which is amazing. If those relationships still aren't serving you, this is a good time to revisit that. Step number four after separation is writing a cord cutting letter. Now, I've done this with thousands of clients. Uh, It's been so effective in my own life, in my clients' lives. Like, we create cords with everything and everyone. I have a cord created with my plants, with my dog, with my wife, with the stranger that I smiled at on the street, with, you know, the squirrel in my backyard. I mean, I have a cord with everything and everyone that I interact with. So cutting cords for me is really important. People who watch my videos or listen to this podcast just naturally create energetic cords. So cord cutting is not a huge giant ritual that needs to happen once a year. It can and should be happening on a daily basis, if not weekly, if if not monthly, but it has to be happening. We are energetic beings and we need to be clearing and fleshing out our energetic fields, especially the fact that most of us are empaths. So step number four is to write these letters. Now, this is a much bigger cord cutting exercise than, say, just energetically cutting the cords on a daily basis because writing these letters will take lots of time, lots of energy, and also physical space because you actually have to write them. So take your time with them. You don't have to do it to this extent very often, but it is very symbolic to write these letters. Here's what I recommend that you put in the letter. So every letter is going to be associated to one person in particular that you want to clear the energy with and basically recalibrate into a higher frequency or release altogether. Either way, the cord cutting letters are the way to go. So the first section within this cord cutting letter is what happened? What is the dynamic between the two of you? You know, what happened in childhood or what happened five years ago or what happened a month ago, you know, that created energetic ties, attachment, obligation, fears, trauma. What happened? Second section within this cord cutting letter is how did you feel emotionally about the relationship, about the dynamic, about what happened in the past? How did all of that make you feel? This is the time to write it down. This is the time to speak your truth and to release it. And then the third section in the cord cutting letter for each letter is 
What would you say to the person if they were there in front of you? What's the conversation that you need to have to this individual that you've never had before? Now, the beautiful thing about these cord cutting letters is you're never actually sending the letter to someone, which means that you can say anything that you would ever want to say without actually needing to confront that person. But energetically, vibrationally, you're definitely confronting them. The fourth section of this cord cutting letter is a forgiveness. I forgive you, right, blank, mother, father, husband, wife, brother, whoever, for blank. I forgive you for all the stuff that happened. Second sentence of forgiveness is, and I forgive myself for blank, for trusting you, for giving my power away to you, for not questioning or for allowing you to do this to me or what have you. All right. And then the final kind of step of the letter is to write a sentence that is going to clear the contracts and the energies And you can write it down verbatim or use your own verbiage for this. This is what I typically write. I release any and all contracts with the people, the situations, and the energies stated above. Once the letter is written, it could be two pages or 25 pages. Once it's written, take the time to find a nice safe place and tear this letter up and burn it. I highly recommend that you get some sage and you burn some sage along with burning this letter. So then pretty much to finish it all off, after you burn and clear the cords with that person, it's time to start a brand new relationship with them. Once again, just kind of like your reverse engineering for the relationships, I want you to write down a list of all of the highest frequencies of each relationship. What are your new standards of a best friend or new standards of a father-daughter relationship or new standards of, you know, sister-sister relationship or, you know, uh, husband-wife relationship? What are those new standards? What do you want? What do you want? Now, don't just write down what you want. Put action behind it. You know, step up. If you want adventure and travel in your life, then time to plan some trips, time to get out there. I know tons of people who have traveled during COVID. So I know Canada is in a bit of a freaking lockdown again today, but don't let what's going on in the world hold you back from living your best life at this time. All right. Don't just wait around for your husband to step up. You need to step up first and lead the way. And one of the most powerful aspects is after a bit of separation between you and this person, after burning the letter and cutting the cords, you then sit them down in a fully open and honest conversation and you tell them what you want from that relationship moving forward. And if you're like, I would never feel comfortable sitting them down and telling them that, then that's your answer right there. What kind of person is that to be in your life if they can't support you enough to listen to what you're asking from them, right? I mean, it's just really important that we don't give our energy away to other people anymore. We're doing that way too much. 
And there's been a lot of interpersonal shitstorms that have all come to the surface recently because it's all in old rudimentary energy. We can't do that anymore. We can't hold space for that anymore. So sit the person down, let them know, this is kind of my standard, my new standard for the relationship. If they can't step up with you, because you have to step up too, this is not a one-way game, you know, that we're playing. If they can't and are not willing to change or to be vulnerable or to hear you out, then that's a pretty good answer to your question. Do they serve me? Try all of these steps in repetition with all of the people in your life. I think you will be surprised. I think sometimes it's a good surprise and sometimes it's a not so good surprise. But ultimately, I know for a fact that doing this method will help you clear old energy from anyone else in your life who is not serving your highest potential. The more energy we spend giving to others or in this back and forth weird game that we're playing with people, the more we are not fully giving to ourselves or being able to receive abundantly from the universe. And that's important to note, you know, it's really important to, uh, to feel that out. Once again, if that person is just not willing to step up, then it's time to walk away and clear that space for something or someone else to come in. And sometimes that's not always easy, especially when they're family members. You don't have to get rid of people altogether in your life, even if you know that they don't serve you. Just put them into a category in your life where they serve the minimum capacity, where you are fully aware that there's not a whole lot that you receive from that dynamic, and that is what they chose because you gave them the option for a brighter relationship and better relationship. So that being said, I hope that this episode really helps you organize your thoughts I hope it helps you clear your space. I hope it helps you create healthy boundaries with the people in your life, you know? And a lot of us just don't want to know. We don't want to know that the people that we love are not fully showing up the way that we are or the way that we need them to show up. And once we realize that, we're not asking for more than they're capable of giving Therefore, we let go of a lot of the push and pull energy that is so redundant and unnecessary. So I'm just in the process in my own life of doing this and and clearing space and dealing with a lot of old energy that I didn't want to deal with before. And now I'm forced to deal with it. So it's been it's been a wild ride. It's been very exhausting this past month, but also I'm just so grateful to have this experience at this time and really to be with all of you at this time as well. So from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being here on the podcast. Thank you for even subscribing to YouTube and following me on Instagram, and commenting your experiences, your opinions, your thoughts, your your magic, because we need you at this time. In whatever capacity you're willing to show up, I'm just grateful that you're here. Sending you all huge, energetic hugs of white light. 
Have an amazing rest of your day. Have a great rest of your week and keep up the good work. I will see you all in the fifth dimension.